whether the devil likes it or not, an end has come to poverty in your life. In the name of Jesus. Did I hear louder? Amen. Amen. Gateways to financial fortune, part one. Gateways to financial fortune, part one. Please let's understand that we live in a kingdom that delivers as far as our eyes can see. The kingdom of God is a kingdom that delivers as far as our eyes can see. Genesis 13, 14, please, to verse 15, he said, And the Lord said unto Abraham, after that Lot was separated from him, anyone that must separate from you to go forward, it will happen this month. The Lord said unto Abraham, after that Lot had separated from him, saying, Lift up now thine eyes and look. From the place, you don't have to move to see. You can look from where you are. Look from the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, westward. As far as thine eyes can see, I will give it to you and to your seed forever. I'm speaking to someone here. Poverty will never be identified with your lineage. Lift up now thy eyes and see. When it comes to how the kingdom of God operates, in terms of what you can see, there are people that have to leave you for you to see well. Because all they keep telling you are things that can happen. You know, particularly for some of us who came from other countries here, I used to tell people, be careful with who you hang out with first. You know what they tell you? They tell you their experience of what didn't work for them. But we live in a kingdom that has greater than experience. I call it grace experience. It didn't work for you doesn't mean it won't work for me. Amen. This, this thing is anger people. So Lot had to leave for Abraham to see. I don't know who your Lot is that has gotten you into a lot of problem. This month, every Lot will leave you alone. As far as your eyes can see, northward, southward, eastward, westward, Genesis, Malachi, Matthew, Revelation. As far as you can see from this book is delivered to you. May you and me see well this month. Then in Isaiah chapter 51 verse 1 beginning to verse 3. He said, hearken unto me ye that follow after righteousness. Ye that seek the Lord, look to the rock whence ye are heard, and to the hole of the pit whence ye are dig. Look unto Abraham your father, and to Sarah the belly. For I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. Now I'm speaking to somebody here, whether anyone has prospered or not in your family lineage, God will prosper you. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all our waste places. He will make our wilderness like Eden. I'm standing upon this altar of fire and I'm hearing him directly. Someone's wilderness experience is over this month. He'll make our wilderness like Eden and our desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness. No more sorrow. 
No more sorrow. No more sorrow. Oh, I'm speaking to somebody. No more sorrow. 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 Joy and gladness shall be found there in thanksgiving and the voice of melody. You don't really know how to sing until you have tasted blessing. You may think you can't sing, but when the blessing comes, melody, melody, melody. In the name of the Lord Jesus, God will show to you the secret of kingdom prosperity. <laughs> it's a new day for you. This is why we must not take any scriptural discovery lightly. Because these discoveries are gateways to take delivery of our inheritance in Christ. We take delivery of our inheritance through knowledge. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. Through knowledge. Through knowledge. Not by wishing. Not by anger. Your anger at somebody's wealth won't stop the person from prospering. Your wish to be blessed won't make you blessed. Through the knowledge, through the knowledge, through the knowledge, through the knowledge, through the knowledge. Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. Acts 20 and verse 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. The word, the word. The other one said through knowledge. Now, I commend you. I'm talking about the knowledge of the word, which is able to build you up. And to give you an inheritance. So you don't have inheritance until you have found the word. It's able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. So scriptural discoveries are highways to our high places in life. Scriptural discoveries are highways to our high places. I'll show you this scripture God showed me and I wanted to start dancing when I saw it. Psalm 45 verse 3 to 5. Psalm 45 verse 3, guard thy sword upon thy tie, O most mighty, with thy glory and with thy majesty. And in thy majesty ride. Look at that. I know you have read it before, but I saw something I've never had anybody teach me. Ride. <laughs> Prosperously because of truth. So, your ride in life is a function of your light. Your ride. Now, there are people who will tell you things are rough. Their ride is rough. But when your light comes, your light, your light comes, it gives you flight. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 to 3. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, for some people the ride may be rough. The darkness may cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee. His glory shall be seen. Oh my God. It will be a smooth ride. And the Gentiles shall come to thy what? Light. And kings to the brightness of thy... Who are these that fly? They are flying, having a nice ride because of highlights. Don't celebrate what you know. Celebrate what you are yet to know. Amen. Your current ride is a function of your current light. If you want greater ride, go for greater light. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
You want greater light, ride? Go for greater light. You want greater ride? Then go for greater light. Raise your hand. May God help somebody under the sound of my voice to see where. Yeah. I didn't hear a louder amen. Yeah. A stronger amen. Amen. From that scripture we discover, Abraham was a seer. I'm not talking about a prophet who can see and tell you things. I'm talking about ability to see. Abraham must have seen his life play out before his eyes. <clears throat> and if you observe God very well, he will only give to you what you can see. He told Abraham, step out. Now look at the stars. That is how your seed will be. And Abraham must have folded his hand and began to see the entire world. Guess what? Abraham saw you. That's why God gave him us. The heart he saw. Can you count the sea? I mean the stars? No. Abraham said, I won't be able to count my descendants. Even thousands of years after I've passed, they will still be referring to me as who? Father Abraham, not uncle. Not Mr. The name Father is before Abraham. Every time it's referred to Father Abraham. Father Abraham. How did he get it? He saw it. He saw it. He saw it. He saw it. So there is what we must see from the covenant. For us to arrive at financial dominion. There is what we must see. I didn't say there is what we must know. I said there is what we must see. We know many things, but many of us have seen nothing. We know by what we hear. We see by what our eyes are open to. Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. That he may establish the covenant. So the power for wealth is on the platform of the covenant. Not on the platform of your need. Oh God, won't you supply my need? God says, don't you know my covenant? For my covenant will I not break. Nor utter the thing that is gone forth from my lips. Psalm 89 verse 34. Regardless of your need, I check what my lips said. <laughs> oh Lord, provide for me. Are you a covenant child? Thank God that we live in a kingdom that delivers as far as our eyes can see. But take note, this for somebody here, God knew you were coming for this service. We also live in a kingdom that operates on keys. Just follow. You see, but then there are also keys. There are people who have seen but have not applied what they have seen. Hmm. 
I give to you the keys of the kingdom. Matthew 16, 18 and 19. Whatsoever shall bind on earth shall be bound, to, bound in heaven. Luke eleven fifty two. 52, he said, Woe to you lawyers, for you have heard the key of knowledge. Now, the key talks about what to do. Listen, not just what to know, what to do. John 5, 2, or John 2, 5. Whatever he tells you to do, what do you do with it? Cram it, write it, celebrate it, do it. You see it, one, you do it, two. Our struggle is largely a function of what we see but refuse to do. Abraham was not just a seer. Abraham was a doer. Everything God told Abraham, he did it immediately. In fact, Abraham was not just a doer. Abraham was a prompt doer. What you see from the covenant and what you do is what lands you in the realm of financial fortune. What you see, one, what you do, two. So what is this covenant? Because in Deuteronomy 8, 18, it said, Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish the covenant. Therefore, what is a covenant? For today, we look at one definition. A covenant is simply a contractual agreement between two or more parties. A contractual agreement. That's not new in America. We, everything contract. Even to see you, some people want a contract. So a covenant is simply a contractual agreement between two or more parties. In our case, it is an agreement between God and man. Where God is committed to make good his promise. When man's obedience is in place. God's commitment to you and to me is a function of our commitment to him. The covenant of abundance puts us in command of all prevailing economic circumstances. One of the things that will be interesting for you to note and I to remember is that farming is not new. It was here before we came. It will be here after we leave. The first famine was in the first book of the Bible. Famine is not new. Even in the days of Abraham, our father, the blessed, there was famine. Economic meltdown is not new. Bad economy is not new. 
Struggling currency is not new. So there was famine, Genesis 42, 15 to 27, the covenant of abundance was speaking in the days of Jacob. So regardless of what is not working in America, doesn't mean it won't work for you. The covenant is greater than any economy. Why? As long as you see day and night shifting hand, the covenant is in force. Jeremiah 33, verse 20, beginning. Did night leave for day to come today? I can't hear you. You are not responding. Did night leave? Is it dark outside? So light left? Yes? Light, darkness left for light to come? Are you sure? That means the covenant is still working. The covenant doesn't use Wall Street. Day and night shifting, covenant walking. Dow go down. Dow Jones, right? Whether it goes down, goes up, doesn't matter. Once day. Now, can I, can I humble you? Let me tell you. I've seen God bring resources from people not in this church. Not in this country. God can tap somebody... 10,000 miles away because of your seed in a different nation. And they'll be running like if they don't give you, that's the end. Stop looking at your neighbor thinking they're your source. Dollars doesn't just exist in America. There are dollars all over the globe. It's American money but it's in some countries. Relax yourself and practice the covenant. As long as the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Genesis 8.22. So what is this covenant? It's the covenant of seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest means sowing and reaping. It means giving and receiving. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, 7, and verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall also do what? Reap sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Now look at this verse 7 very well. Every man according as he proposeth in his heart, so let him give. So to sow means to give. It's not talking about looking for one seed to plant behind your house. No. So as he proposed, let him give. Not grudgingly of necessity. For God loveth what? A cheerful giver. And then he will make all grace abound. That you will always have sufficiency in how many things? All things. Enter into your realm of sufficiency. I didn't hear louder, amen. amen. In this part of the world, let me give us a caution. Our giving is not a financial donation. I tried to use the app. Sorry, technical, I'm going to correct you openly. When you give on that app, you say, thank you for your donation. I say, it's wrong. 
It's not a donation. You are too small. I'm too small to help God. So technical change it from donation to seed. Thank you for your seed, not thank you. Because many of us have a donation mindset. So we raise our shoulder like this, and God just goes, that's the end. Those who are donating to God are demoted by God. Anytime you see donation, donation, donation mindset is popular in America. Donation, donation. So the people are raising their shoulders. Like, oh, yeah. There is almighty God, not almighty dollar. God has never lost value. Your dollar has lost value several times. I know it's hot, but it's the truth. You can't donate to God. If they taught you that from children's church, is wrong. It's a seed. It's not a donation. So relax your shoulder. God wants to help you. You can't help God. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Didn't you hear that song for those who came earlier in the praise and worship? You are not a God created by human hands. There's nothing that God needs from you and me to survive. He owns it all. He only gave you to hold it small. Especially in this world where you say, I'll give a donation. God is beyond donation. God does not need our donation. Permit me to say, he donated to us what we have. Now, what are the practical terms of this covenant of financial fortune? The first practical term of the covenant of financial fortune is tithing. And the world has fought it. But those who have seen the blessings have a deaf ear to the world. You can't tell me to stop what is working when you have no testimony. Forget those people talking. They are struggling. It's Old Testament. Okay, it's Old Testament. Psalm 23 too is Old Testament. Why do you want the Lord to be your shepherd? Some people are shaking now online. Why do you want the Lord to be your shepherd? I think Psalms is old. Is Psalms New Testament? Is old? Okay. He will give his angels charge over you. Is old? Is, is he old? You don't want angels to be charged over you. People don't think well. That's why they are confused. Is Old Testament? Are you sure it's old? Is it Old Testament? He will give his angels charge over you. You are sure? You don't want angels? Okay. I will not even shock you more. You will find tithing in New Testament. You want to see it? You have been part of those they've confused before. <laughs> now Genesis 14, 19 to 20. I will show you New Testament. You'll be shocked. It's not the one I used to share before, but if you add two and two. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven. And what? The earth. Verse 20, please. And he blessed, and blessed be the Most High God, which had delivered thine enemies into thy hands. And he gave him what? Tithes of all. Tithes mean tent. John 8, 39. 
Is John new? You are sure? John, studio. Who's John? John 8, not Matthew. John 8 and verse 39. They don't even want to put the correct scripture. <laughs> if this one will end the service, we will end. But this one will enter you. Then answered and said unto him, Right? Abraham is our father. What did Jesus say? Hmm? Who gave tithes of all? You know John? John is new. Jesus said, if you are children of Abraham, he didn't say forget the works of Abraham. Do what? If you don't believe in old, you don't believe in new, you are not a believer. Two kinds of tithe. The first one is personal tithe. Malachi 3.10. Bring ye all the tithe. You bring, then I will open the windows of heaven over you. That's personal tithe. But I think where some of us are lacking, but before I go there, I had something from Bishop Wedeko today. It shook me to my bones. You want to hear it? Listen. You know why Job could be touched? You know Job? Job was not a titer. Check all through Job. Job gave to the poor. He never gave tight. Go and research. Because I know some people say, no, Job must have given tight. Go and check. He didn't give tight. Satan dealt with him. He recovered, though, but I don't want to pass through the Job. The second one is corporate tithe. What Abraham gave was tithes of all from the warfare. Many of us give tithe, our businesses don't. So your business is crumbling and you are using your own personal finances to support your business and so you start crumbling too. Let the business be under an open heaven. Let your life be under an open heaven. Number two, because of time, you know we'll close early. Number two is worship offering. After tithe, the next is worship offering. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16 to 17. It said, three times in a year, ye shall all the males, their males, appear before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose. In the feast of unleavened bread and in the feast of weeks, and in the Feast of Tabernacles, and they shall not appear before the Lord. How? Empty. Every man shall give. They were appearing before the Lord, so that was in Mount Zion, in church. Every man shall give as what? Is able. Don't allow any pastor taking offering to make you give more than you are able. Anytime I take offering, it's one scripture. You know why? Even if you take 10, it won't change what I'm able to do. 
man shall give as he's able, not as he's compelled. Any pastor doing more than two scriptures, I've already packaged my own from home. In fact, today now, I gave online. You know when I gave? Before opening prayer. So no matter who comes with any anointing, it has gone. <laughs> According as I believe the Bible, as he is able, not as uh, somebody makes him to feel. Hmm? If you believe Genesis, you should believe the next one. Worship offering. Now, to give acceptable worship offering, A, give in love. Give in love. 1 Corinthians 13, 3. If I give everything but have not charity, it profits me nothing. B, give honorably. Honor the Lord. With thy substance. I think that's Proverbs 3, 9 to 10. And with the first fruits of thine increase. The question is every time you prepare your offering for, to present before the Lord. Ask, is this honorable? Because God has the record of how he has blessed you and me. For someone a dollar is honorable. For another person $500 is not honorable. Honor the Lord. You honor. Don't say let's do it together. You do it. Honor him. See, give willingly. For if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted. And of course, D, give cheerfully. God loves a cheerful giver. He give faithfully. I put in my notes here, don't give for church show. But let your giving be a show of your heart. Don't give so after service you can tell you, say, I'm, I'm, I'm really a giver. You are wasting your time. Let it be from the heart. And of course, you continue in the act of it. Now, number three, practical term. Number one is tithing. Number two is what? Number three is kingdom projects. Kingdom projects. Haggai chapter one, verse three to five. Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet saying, It is time, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses and this house lie in waste. Now therefore, thus said the Lord, consider your ways. Kingdom projects are not only general, but oftentimes are personal. What does that mean? It doesn't have to be announced for it to be a project for you. Any need your eye sees in church is your project. What you see, somebody else may not see. Somebody else may be thinking, oh, I wait for the day I'll be able to build a church for, for the Lord because he has capacity to build. 
right? Somebody else at his level or at her level walks into the church and discovers that there is no front desk mat or rug. That's their level. The one who wants to build a house can't see that there's no rug. The one that can get the rug may not see that the trash can has no leather to put in the trash. Anything you complain about in church is yours to fix. Mm. Now, kingdom projects serve to do the following. A, to spread the gospel. It's like school. To spread the gospel. My cities through prosperity shall be spreaded abroad. So when we give, we are part of spreading the gospel. B, kingdom projects, giving to kingdom projects leads to the growth of the church. You find that as well in Zechariah 1, 16 to 17. Because as the gospel is spreading, the ingathering will be growing. So when you give towards any kingdom project, you are part of growing the church. What more? See, build the church. In Haggai chapter 1, verse 3 to 5, that talks about, in, in its practical terms, like a physical building. For instance, we have the Mission Adoption Scheme, MAS. It may be the last time it will ever be mentioned. Because God has already done it. He's looking for someone else to help. Don't wait for us to come and say, please, you know this America, help. The people back home, the kind of blessing they are seeing, many of us here have not seen. So relax. Don't say, thank God, these churches are not planted in America. I won't be involved. Yourself, you are helping. D, when you are part of kingdom projects, it beautifies the church. There are people that are captivated by beauty. I'll show you one scripture. Nobody taught me. Psalm 50 verse 2. <laughs> From that day, my sight of excellence in church changed. That is church doesn't mean it should look like a shrine. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, who are shine, even miracles will take place in an orderly environment. Can you imagine here we had all kinds of, no. That's not beauty. Hear what God showed me. He said, your personal house should never be more beautiful than my house. God is the most holy, is that true? Are you holier than God? Is heaven beautiful? Why can't church be beautiful? That church is ugly doesn't mean it's spiritual. Sometimes we confuse ourselves. Number four is rain and altar of sacrifice. It's another practical term of this covenant. Sacrifices have many benefits. Number one benefit, it releases helps from God. 4A, 
it releases helps from God. Psalm 20 and verse 1 beginning. Psalm 20 verse 1. The Lord hear ye in the day of trouble. The name of the Lord God defend thee. Send thee help from his sanctuary. I thought somebody would say amen. amen. Now, remember verse 3. All thy offerings and accept thy what? Born sacrifice. If you have not seen the help of God, then I think one thing is lacking. God is here to see your sacrifice. B, rain and altar of sacrifice reminds God of his covenant. Psalm 50 verse 5. Reminds God of his covenant. Gather my sins together unto me. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. It reminds God of his covenant. What more? See, it provokes blessings not asked for. <laughs> First Kings, chapter 3, verse 3 to 13. All Solomon asked for is wisdom. God said, with me, when it comes to sacrifice, it's not what you ask, it's what I can give. Are there not people that have really served you and worked for you? Even when they tell you that, look, I just need this to be able to go to school, you tell them you need more than school. You need a car. You need a house. Why? They have sacrificed for your sake. And then 4D, sacrifices averts causes. Averts causes. It averts causes. I have good news for you. No one can curse you again. Amen. Let me tell you that somebody looks at you and starts pronouncing curse. Doesn't mean it will work. With the way some of us preach, you think people have not cursed us? One day somebody sent me a message. He said, if you don't do what I want, I will report you to God. <laughs> God that me I know, go and report. They've reported, I'm still here. You can't curse one who has sacrificed. Do you know, when you give sacrifice to the Lord, curses are averted. Second Samuel 24, I think 24 to 25, and after the sacrifice was given, the plague stayed off the land. It's a new day for you. Yeah. Are you blessed? Yeah. Are you sure you are blessed? Yeah. Number five, practical term of the covenant is giving to the needy. Never call the needy poor. They are not poor. They are only in need today. And that you can help them is a privilege. Don't use it as a bragging right. You know you were also needy before. Some things you should note about giving to the needy. A, it is a proof of your love for humanity. If you see someone in need and your body doesn't adjust, you don't love mankind. 
There are prayer warriors who don't love mankind. They can pray. Pray for revival, but to love somebody, no. Somebody is hungry, it's not time to tell him of what to invest. Doesn't he need money to invest? He says, I've not eaten. You say, No, you must hear the gospel. <laughs> Even Jesus fed the hungry. I've seen where hungry people accept Jesus. It's not that they even understand what is going on. <laughs> they just, maybe it's food they are sharing, so let's go up there. First Corinthians 13.3. You may give all, including your body, to be burned, but if you have no charity, it profits you nothing. B, giving to the needy B, takes you, listen, it takes you off the lack list. Lack list. It takes you off. Don't wait till you have everything to begin to give. Come off that level by finding someone who you are above for now. Listen to this. Listen, listen. No matter how low you are, there are people praying to be like you. No matter how low. There are still people lower than you. Oh, I need this, I need this. Somebody saying, Lord, if you can only make me at that man's level, I won't ask you anything. Now the man is saying, no, Lord, you must do this for me to help somebody else. Proverbs 28, verse 27. If it's not the word, then don't believe. Proverbs 28, 27. He that giveth to the poor shall know what? It's in your Bible. Shall know what? So he comes off the lack list by giving to the poor. The poor can give to the poor and leave the poor behind that they give to. That's two people believing God for breakthrough. One says, instead of waiting, I will help you and leave you there. So that your lack is no, is no excuse not to find someone else who lacks and help. He that giveth to the poor shall come out of that lack list. Very true story, and I stand before God, I lie now. I think it was in South Africa. My wife and I heard of some young lady who needed to go to university. How much did we have? That time, sir, you believe God to put fuel in the car. But I said opportunity. We started helping this lady. I think she's graduating this year from university. Guess what? I've never met her. You don't need CV to help somebody. The first time I heard from her, from 100 level to the fourth year, was last month. Now, don't you think that person is praying for me? If you are fighting me, you are fighting many people. Many people, there are people who, they are kneeling down praying. Now, can you imagine you tell that young lady nonsense about me? She, she will almost. See, giving to the needy delivers you from the will of your enemies. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. If a poor man prays for you, 
There's no witch anywhere or devil that can fight you. If a poor man kneels down to say, Lord, before you take that man, take my life. You think God won't hear? Psalm 41, verse 1 to 3. Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in the time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and shall be blessed upon the earth and will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. He said the Lord will strengthen upon the bed of languishing that will make up his bed in his sickness. The easiest, one of the easiest ways to protect your life and Job showed us this secret, just keep giving to the poor. Even if you are not spending 10 hours in prayer every day, the number of hours being logged on your behalf. It's not good if you are the only one praying for yourself. You will pray. But if other people are praying for you, from one place to another to another, Lord bless that man. Lord, give him anointing. Lord, God will answer now. I'm not talking of you carrying big Bible and carrying your face when you see somebody challenged. That's not what I'm talking about. D, 5D. Giving to the poor keeps you healthy. Keeps you what? None of us will be lost to sickness. That amen can be louder. We just read that in Psalm 41, verse 1 to 3. John D. Rockefeller, American billionaire, you have heard Bishop David Oedeko talk about this many times. They say, we'll see 52nd birthday. He said, now, 50% of my wealth I give to the, the needy. And then suddenly, God gave him 40-something years extra. He ended up 93. It's not everything that you'll be Jim Jim. There are small, small things you do to live long. I noticed you may not hear this anywhere, Pastor Fetoedeko, when she was challenged with her health, in her health. This one is not a head story. John D. Rockefeller head, this one I saw. There's a difference. I saw her the moment doctors gave up, hey, there's nothing like, she just started packing all her gold and started giving it out. When you need your life, gold doesn't matter. I heard her say, I said, mommy, why are you doing all of this? She said, ah, you don't know what life is. Is it the dead that will ride a car? Okay, ride to where? The Bible is sweet. It's us that complicate it. It's sweet. It's very sweet. Can you now imagine you say, this month, I will budget $300 for the needy. It's not that you'll be praying, Lord, reveal to me. Lord, reveal to me. Just budget. Someone said, what if you give somebody who lies? What's your problem? What if the story they told you is a lie? Okay, be investigating. <laughs> e, 5E, giving to the needy positions you. Listen, these things I'm teaching are very strange positions you for a positive payback from God. <laughs> Proverbs 19, 17. He that had pity upon the poor lended unto the Lord, and that which he had given him, it will pay him again. 
Now, when God pays you, it's not like when your company pays you. Sometimes company will forget that it's time to pay. But not with God. When God pays back, it's greater than any earthly paycheck. The Lord will pay him back. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Are you blessed? Yes. Number six, not just to say yes, you go and practice. Number six, giving to parents. You know, it's one thing if pastor can teach you something that he doesn't do. That's not what I'm talking about. Giving to parents. Giving to parents shouldn't be a burden, but a blessing. Some people say, no, when I have much, I'll give my parents. When I have much, this is our generation, very funny. When I have much, boy is buying new shoes. When I have much, I'll give. He just entered a new apartment, bought a new car. He said, no, this America, I can't be driving an old car. I need uh, two, three years, this 2019 at least, 2017. He has never given the parent anything. Then you'll be wondering when they go for family meeting. You say, I want to say something, you say, quiet. All you do is talk and read the Bible. You don't give. Don't say, oh, my mother is a witch. But the witch carried you for nine months and didn't witchify you. Give her. <laughs> she carried you nine months. You didn't know God. You didn't die. Say, hey, if I give now, if I give now, the money will get stuck. You didn't get stuck in the womb. <laughs> All those are stingy statements. Have you noticed most that blame people for being against them? Oh, that my father is a witch. This one is a wizard. Two of them together, witch and wizard, heavy. <laughs> if you check their life very well, they are stingy. So they look for excuse. They tell him, hey, that thing you are doing is wrong. Don't leave your wife like that. He said, that man is a witch for correcting you. We must change. I give, I give Bishop Oedipo, so if you see him, ask. It's not, it's not just teaching. Listen, this year I've not missed one month. I'm not teaching you something that they asked me to teach. You know, there are areas when you know you don't practice, you just rush, give him to prayer. So, you know this man is not a giver. You know, I told you, I will pastor you well, that if you have a fake pastor after you, say, this one, no. You have heard it before. Now, listen. Giving to parents include, but are not limited to the following blessings. 6A, this class. 6A, it makes things to go well. Anytime you see your life is just like this, check. The blessing of heaven, right, can be different from the blessing of the soul. When parents bless you from their soul, even if they don't know God, God will answer. Ephesians 6, 2 and 3. Verse 3 said that it may be well with you. If it's not well with you in America, check. Number B, or letter B, giving to parents makes you to live long. 
Are you seeing that in verse 3? Go to verse 3. Go to verse 3. Okay, verse 3, then you go back to that Exodus 20. That thou mayest live long on the earth. There is a length of days you may not smell without parental blessings. Exodus 20, verse 12. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the earth. And the Lord thy God give it to thee. See, giving to parents makes your business endeavors to prosper. Somebody you say, this man has come. Genesis 27, verse 27. And he came near after giving him and kissed him and smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, see the smell of my son as the smell of a field. His business. Which the Lord God of heaven has blessed. Your parents may not have gone to school, but if they bless your business, your business will go. Even if you say, my parents don't even understand what business is. If they don't pray for you, even business that you went to school, have her to read, may not go well. D, it releases strange honor upon them. If you honor your parents, God honors you in return. Genesis 27 and verse 29. Genesis 27 that we read, chapter 27, 29. He said, let people serve thee. He was blessing him. Let people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over your brethren. Uh -uh. The same father over the children say, you, you will lead them. Thy mother's sons bow to thee. He said, curse be everyone that cursed thee, and blessed be he that blessed thee. What are you talking about? To prosper is not just tithe and offering. Okay. E, it releases what I call irreversible blessings. Irreversible. Irreversible. Genesis 27, and I believe verse 33. <laughs> when Isaac discovered that he placed that blessing on the wrong person, he trembled very exceedingly. I said, who? Where is he that has taken venison and brought it to me? And I have eaten of all before thou camest. And I've blessed him. Yea, he shall be blessed. I can't change it. Yea, he shall be blessed. He must be blessed. F. It releases strange favors. Given to your parents. Strange favors. If it's not in the Bible, don't believe. I'm not teaching something that you just write down and go home. Gen Deuteronomy 33, verse 23. Deuteronomy 33. Verse tw this is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. Deuteronomy 33, verse 23. This was the blessing of Moses upon the tribes. <laughs> Look at verse 23. And of Naphtali, he said, O Naphtali, satisfied with favor, I'm full of the blessing of the Lord. Possess. This scripture, you know why it speaks to me? Where am I? They call this area the West. Is that true? I was also in the South. You may not find two people that have that experience. 
Satisfied. Can you imagine somebody saying, oh my God, I've been fully satisfied with favor. That's a heavy statement. But it came as a result of parental blessing. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Time is going, but we'll finish. G, it releases fruitfulness. Look at the next verse, verse 24. And of Asha, he said, let Asha be blessed with children. If your parents bless you, you can't struggle to have children. What more? H, it releases the help of God in your direction. The help of God. The help of God. Genesis 49 and verse 1. Genesis 49, verse 1. Genesis 49, verse 1. And Jacob, when he was about to bless his children, called his sons and said, Gather yourselves together that I may tell you that we shall befall thee in the last days. So, what your parents speak while they are alive determines what happens to you while you are alive. And look at that verse with me. Verse 25 and verse 26. Even by the God of thy father, which shall help thee. And by the Almighty, which shall bless thee with the blessings of heaven above. Blessings of the deep that lieth under. Blessings of the breast and of the womb. Bible is sweet if you understand and you follow. The last one, number seven, and this one I will rush over, is giving to prophets. That one, we should understand it by now. In this commission, we won't beg because we don't need. Giving to prophets or ministers of the gospel. We don't give to prophets or ministers because they are in need. We give because we are in need of the blessings they carry. Anybody begging you or using style to beg you is not a true prophet. And it's not a true minister of the gospel. Now, three points very quickly under that. A, it releases rewards of the same order in the life of that prophet. Matthew 10, 41. The prophet's reward. The prophet's reward. When you honor the prophet. What more? B, it, re- it, sorry, it builds reserves in your heavenly account. Philippians 4, 15 to 19. He said, I don't desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Therefore, my God shall supply. The prophet's God shall supply all your need because you have, you have boosted your heavenly account. And then finally, C, it positions you for unending wealth. Believe the Lord your God, so shall he be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Are you blessed? Did you catch something this morning? Jump on your feet and shout, I see. see. Do you see anything at all? If you do, say, I see. see. Now stand on your feet, everybody, with your hands lifted up. Lord, I receive grace, not only to see, but to do what I've heard this morning. Raise your voice, everybody. Raise your voice, please. Raise your voice. I receive grace. Not only 
to see, but to do that which I've seen. Please raise your voice. Please raise your voice. I receive grace. I receive grace. Is somebody praying at all? Somebody received that grace. Remember, Abraham was not just a seer. Abraham was a doer. Therefore, my father, I receive grace. I receive grace. I receive grace. I receive grace to be a doer. Starting from this week, I have seen it and I receive grace to do it. I've seen 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 it. I receive grace to do it. Thank you, Lord. I feel just led of the Holy Ghost so you don't just say, oh, pastor, you give to your parents. Now, please hear this. Even if your parents are wealthy, you need to get to where they are. You are not there yet. What your father owns is not your own. Studies show that 80% of great men, their children don't end up great. In case you are here, you have 25-year-old in your house, kick him out. If not, you will pamper him to be a pauper. I left my house at 21. 30 year old, even some women are now cooking, mothers cooking like cook. You are spoiling that child. Oh, you know, children of nowadays, nowadays, they are all working, they are working. Are you their cook? When your time is on earth is over, who will cook for them? Number two lesson, I'm not saying it for you to clap. That's not the kind of person I am. Number two lesson, if you are a man, and many men hearing me are like this, don't just give to your parents. Give to your wife's parents. Many times I give to my wife's parents first before my own. Don't turn Bible upside down. When you wanted to marry, you said, that's my mother, that's my, it's your wife's mother. After you have married, you said, that's my in-law. <laughs> Can I tell you this? When I was coming to this country, it was from my pocket we paid. Not Bishop Oedeku. You better stop pretending in church and let's align ourselves well. I can't imagine my mother cooking for me every day. My mother. How? He said, do you want rice? Do you want this? Do you want... He said, yes. You are eating your life down. Your mother is cooking for you and sweating. Did you catch something? I want you to be angry. Until you're angry, you can't change level. Clap your hands for Jesus. It's a new day! For someone here, your pulse will never run dry again. No matter how poorly this economy does, your own personal economy will keep thriving by the day. Oh, I feel a blessing here. Lift your hands. This week may favor embarrass you. Things that you used to struggle to get, may God give it to you by favor. People who don't know you, that's the sweetest kind of favor. People not from this circle, people who are not even winners, people who are not in this country, may they remember you to favor you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
Clap your hands, give Jesus praise if you are blessed, amen.